Oh, yeah. That's it. Back again. So, uh, we are going to bring the fucking volume down on that one. All right. So, we're back. And I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? Late as fuck? Yeah. That's right. Late, late, late. Um, and that's my fault. 100%. But episode 100. 33 total, um, like episode two from the reboot, how you want to look at it, so anyway, uh, we are going to roll right into Raw and roll through this, because I want to be back on Monday, uh, in a full sketch and all of that shit, so, um, let's do it, and this is my... Oh, shit. Uh, anyway. So, alright, let's do it, to it, through it, how it, be it, and go from there. Um, so, we, uh, I'm paused. So, we are going to roll right into Raw and knock that out. And we leave with, uh, as you know, one of my faves in, uh, where Viper, Orton, uh, he's back, really, into storylines that are hopefully relevant. Uh, he just did the greatest match of all time. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I call it that. It was great shit ending. Um, you know, they did a, a great job of really... Randy's a pro for, what, 20 years? Um, and he's working the neck the whole time, and, uh, just the ending was horrible, horrible. Um, at least I thought it, it was. Um, right, so the, he comes out and he's, you know, thank you, Edge, for lighting that fire, uh, and he... The fire that burns at the expense of a legend. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in. Because do we have the legend killer back again? Yeah, we do. And admittedly, um, that was not, not my favorite um, Orton past storyline at all. Um, the Legend Killer was mostly cruel, and I couldn't really get into that one. And it was a shame, because it did, it did last for a while. I guess my old opinion was it was there because we had a group or um, series of quote-unquote superstars that... Um, that needed to retire, or, you know, to be realistic, they wanted to retire, and it was a way to kind of do it. I don't know if that was right or wrong. I don't remember what the hell was going on back then. I just know that was the opinion that resurfaced when um, this whole thing came up, or when I heard that... Um, 
uh, mantra or when he said, you know, Legend Killer. When I thought Legend Killer was coming back. But anyway, um, but yeah, you know, he's bragging about it taking nine years for Christian to return and um, being a Legend Killer. And to his, uh, quote, defense maybe um this could be a, a good thing um it could be fun but it's going to bring out that sinister evil randy side the one that the uh voices intro music has adapted to um or came from from uh anyway <coughs> for the craziness and so yeah, and you know it's only a matter of time before uh, the music drops and we get Christian. Christian's out. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're keeping it. We're keeping it with Christian filling in here. Um, because, remember, it was Edge in that um, uh, battle uh, for the pay-per-view. So... Um, we get Christian, and he wants to talk about Edge and how great Edge is, and why are you coming down here to interrupt me? It isn't about you, it never has been, and you are just jealous. <laughs> and when he's talking shit, I'm like, yep, I might like the Orton this time. But no, no, no. Uh, he's out to defend my friend. And at this point, Christian is, um, well, he's not medically cleared. At least not supposed to be. And um, he's telling him that it expires. So anyway, he challenges him to a match, an unsanctioned match. So... Uh, you're going to take an unhinged viper and you are going to um, put him in a match that is not sanctioned. I, I just do it. And he's telling him, though, that it expires, that he can accept it today or that everyone will know that he is a coward, a coward. And I'm thinking, eh, Orton is going to fuck him up. He's just going to do it. He's going to do it. And that's it. So we, as the, just to stick with the storyline, um, which is, in my opinion, a better way to do all of this, we end up with the big show out. Um, yeah, just uh, to tell him, you know, you're not cleared. Um, this match is unsanctioned. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying that you're giving Orton the keys to that ass. So, you know, when we even get flare out and he keeps talking to Christian and everyone's trying to talk him out of it like the whole show, all the way through, everybody's got advice. Um, but yeah, you know, obvious that this is going to be the main event. We have that going for the entire episode. Um, 
but we'll get into that uh, later, I guess. Um, yeah, and so we'll move into uh, Bobby Lashley. So, you know, you're thinking um, after that Rusev storyline disaster, um, in my opinion, that was horrible. It was some of the worst stuff I've ever had to watch. And I feel like I was forced to. So we have Lana minimized um, to an extent. Um, and um, so she's not really there. And he's teamed up with MVP. So as I'm thinking, you know, this Rusev storyline, you know, couldn't get any worse, right? Uh, it, it does. It most certainly does. Um, he's now with MVP. And yeah, um, all this guy does is talk a lot. And I don't really remember his past, to be honest. Um, and he, yeah, it's, it's bad. And this to push the face McIntyre. And more and more, and yeah, so they go with the so she's had this drama with MVP, Lana has, and Bobby. And so now that Bobby is married to her, they're ragging her and ignoring her. And so this whole thing still needs a complete, total rework. Uh, you know, so you're treating her like shit and because you're now married to her and you didn't care that she acted the same way before all of this and it was okay with you when she was married to someone else. And yeah, it's not only is MVP annoying, the storyline bad, but that whole factor in there is just, it's bad. And um, they just need a re full reboot. This, just when I, I would rather see the Rusev storyline than this one. So they took Bobby from bad to worse. And, you know, are you going to bring back more of that solo? stuff with Lana, you know, most people forget, I shouldn't say most people, like I know most people, but I forgot um, for a while, I have to remind myself that she is a WWE diva, divatress, um, whatever, uh, before all of this, and she is still, so... It's not like she's just one of the, the models that came in to be a, a sidekick or just a manager personality, but she's there. But but I've said that white women are fucking crazy. She is crazy, but can't just, just respect. And uh, she does let MVP have a little bit of her voice, uh, lays him out. 
And then Bobby lays her out. It's what I was saying, you know. Uh, I don't know. You're talking to her like she ain't shit about it. And Bobby's like, you know, I choose MVP. And then Bobby says, I want a divorce. Um, yeah, fuck this storyline. I'll comment on it, but I'm not going to get too invested. Uh, Street Profits Viking Raiders. You know, um, yeah, yeah. This is interesting because they're a great matchup, but it's just humor, stupid humor. Axe fighting, they compete in basketball and pong cups and all this stuff for a few weeks. And it's stupid, but it's great because, you know, we're still at an audience without a full crowd and we don't know how long it's going to be before we get that crowd back. Um, so it's uh, it's a different form of entertaining, and they, they're going to need these to fill in, and they could have picked uh, a better group of guys to do it. Um, Street Profits are not only a, amazing talent, but um, to see them as people away from the WWE, they're just a, a great group of guys, and um, the Viking Raiders, too, I've heard them in interviews and, and stuff, they're uh, a good group of guys, and it's just fun to watch them have fun, you know, they've had a blast doing these, and it's probably a, a good change, but um, anyway, you get this Yakuza come up or some shit, it was like Fast and the Furious, you know, all the bikes come up, that yeah, but then we get the, and then the stereotypical, you know, Chinese guy or Japanese guy gets off. I sound racist there, don't I? Uh, but he walks up and he issues the, the challenge. This, then this other guy comes in. Uh, he tells a black dude, but he's huge. He's like nine and a half feet tall. Not that tall, but... Um, they make him look huge, and, and so it's funny. So they parlay that into now, today, we get an eight-man tag. Um, Street Profits and the Viking Raiders versus this bunch of ninjas and the one huge dude from earlier. It's kind of just like standing ringside. And, yeah... Just watching. He didn't really get in, so we don't know who he is. Now, this is, though, when I get I mentioned earlier that, you know, the big show came out uh, to talk to him. But this is when he first came out, and he teams up with the Viking Prophets, wrecking ninjas everywhere. And, yeah, so this is going to be a thing, you know. We're going to have three and three a few times. Or four and the big guy. But they're going to have fun with this. And they've allowed it to where most of the storyline interaction um, is all going to come offset. Not all, but they can do that. And I think that's smart. I think that's good. And um, yeah, uh, I look forward to seeing that. I do. I do. All right. Anyway, it used to go something like burn it down, but I can't do that one anymore. Uh, 
yeah, we get the Monday Night Messiah. I kind of like it. I like it when it's just like picking on some shit. But, um, you know, what the fuck? So he's out to praise Ray Mysterio and welcome in Dominique. And um, his intro into the professional wrestling realm. And all right, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Because, um, yeah, why not? Uh, you know Dominique was going to be a wrestler. His dad is Ray. Ray, I don't think, is a first-generation wrestler. Um, but you knew that was coming. He's bigger. I want to know how big his mom is. How big is Dominique's mom? I need a picture of Ray Mysterio and his wife. I need to see exactly what the... Um, I need to see that height difference. I want to know why Dominique came out at like six feet and Ray didn't. Because I think that's like his real son. Maybe I'm wrong. I really don't care. I just choose to believe. So, yeah, I want to see the mom. I want to see the mom. And, uh, yeah, but anyway, to he has the platform to take his time to get into the biz and to have his debut if it's to come against someone like um, Seth freaking Rollins, then, yeah, like, that's good for him going forward and we'll see where the, where it goes. But, um, you got Austin Theory and uh, company. We'll just say company. It's fun. Out finding Dominique. And when they find him, uh, you know, they're like, he's either with me or against me. He's an adult and he can make his own decision. Because you're know, talking to Ray still about, you know, whatever. And then Rollins on his knee and Dominic from behind and attacks him and there's your answer. So, yeah. This one, I don't know. We'll see. And then little R-Truth, actually, man. He's still holding that fucking 24-7. He's like the, what, 646-time champion or something. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. So, Um, pardon me. So, long story short, we end up with Drew and R-Truth versus MVP and Lashley. Out of this whole thing. I just, you know, wrapped it up. But, it's on the line. So, here's the problem. Is when the shit talking went down that started this whole kerfuffle. He's my Judge Judy word. Uh, that he, MVP, volunteered it be uh, everything on the line match. So, essentially, if MVP loses his, sorry, if our truth loses his 24-7, then Drew loses his Universal Championship. Yeah. It was, it was funny as shit because you see McIntyre pissed. 
trying to tell them about it. And Truth is like, yeah, yeah, and just doesn't even recognize it or pay attention to it. He's just like, yeah, I'll put my title online. Let's go do it. Like, don't care. It's hilarious. So, you know, they're not going to lose this. I mean, right? Like, you really think McIntyre is going to, that the title would be shifted to MVP now or Lashley, uh, right? Like, that would be impossible, right? I think it's impossible. Um, yeah, they retain, obviously. That was a no-brainer. So, Ashka. And I'm not sure what her line is going to entail, totally. Um, I don't, I don't, she got the belt from Prego Becky, and now we've got Nia Jax as a main contender, and it's nice to see her have the belt for a little while, I like that, she's worth it, she's worth it, she came in with this big, you know, 240 win, um, streak, or whatever the hell it was, to go all the way undefeated to get beat, instead of taking the title, from Charlotte's spot. I figure it's kind of her due. And, um, yeah, so tonight we'll have a title match and we'll get uh, Ashka, you know. You know she lines out with the win in the end of that one, too. Um, with Nia Jax, as I said, because Jax is out. But, um, yeah, I, I'm glad she did. And I wanted to hold it for a little while. I think she deserves it. And she's not a flash in the pan. And they kind of... They kind of made her a, um, they made her laughable doing that, in my opinion. They made her laughable, and now they need to make her legit again. She needs to hold it for a while and um, really show off a little bit because they touted her, and then the second they killed that, they wondered where the, where the fuck it went. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, then we get on to the, the match of the night, so to speak. And um, five minutes left. That's it in the whole show. There's five minutes left. And um, hold on. Yeah, you'll hear a little jump, jump in there. Uh, turn on the music and the fucking... Anyway... Uh, it was up too loud. We get flare out, and my first thought is, oh, shit, yeah. So, here's how bad it is. My first thought is, yeah, the, uh, oh, the legend killer is back, right? Uh, wow, that would be bad to come out and, or, you know, anyway. Uh, but no, no, we get a quick beat down. Uh, of Christian, worse than I thought it would be, uh, and then Randy rolls him over, gently lays on him, three count, and then the loving bringer of death or some shit in his ear, just whispering, you know, this is your fault, I don't want this to happen, he does the crazy order, you know, I don't want this to happen, it's your fault, not mine, it's, you made me do it, and the paramedics are getting ready, and Randy is circling and looking, and yeah, he's going to turn quick, especially when, as it's fading, you can see him uh, looking at him, and he's, you know, um, it's my livelihood, and it's going to be you or me. 
And I'm sorry, my friend. Yeah, he's back as a nut job. So uh, then into, I guess, from the 17th now. Yeah, uh, we get NXT. And leading off this week on NXT, um, apparently it's just the main bulk is going to be two title matches. Um, that's the the big thing for the week. Tag team defenses. And they're pulling in Bailey uh, and Sasha uh, from the ranks. Um, yeah, we'll kind of go through this kind of quick, probably leading off on uh, Imperium. And the first is the NXT tag title defense Imperium versus Brizango. And you know, and they come out mocking their entrance with the wigs and shit. I like them. And Fandango's been solid forever. He's been the guy that has always been a good wrestler, been good at it, but he's given the most fucking weird gimmicks and catches, and it's funny. Uh, but Imperium retains. And he falls this. And yeah, that was. Disappointing. So we go into um, the Velveteen uh, Dream. So, yeah, we have him back relaxing at home. Uh, Dexter Loomis, favorite return. But there's no excuse for Dexter, man. He looks like a straight fucking Nazi. Uh, yeah. The little Hitler stash, the high and tight blonde, the, yeah, that dude's got to go fast. Um, he's got to go. Uh, anyway, little skits with, you know, Undisputed Era and Adam Cole and the Nazis stalking them. And Keith Lee letting him know what's up when Killian Cross takes his title. Tick tock. Ah. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I, As you can tell, I didn't have much interest once Loomis is on the screen. Uh, and then we get a triple threat match. Uh, champion versus champion versus champion and winner takes all. So, um, yeah, that'll be fun coming up, but we'll discuss that later. Uh, Banks, Bailey, and... Uh, yeah, your usual. They've got the girls on, uh, I don't have Bailey's new music. Yeah. Remember this is what she used to have that? Remember that? So, versus, uh, Sasha. Da, da, da. All right. So, uh, yeah, maybe a new storyline. I don't know. I'm not going to waste a lot of my thoughts on that one either. Uh, we, it's a triple, what was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Blackheart and company, they, they put up a good fight. It was a good match, but, you know, you're going to have Bailey with the cheat. She, she cheated to win, and I like that heel pair wrecking the WWE, holding the title. Um, I just, they're good at it. They're both really good at it. I didn't think Bailey, I think she was such a likable face for a lot of people. It makes her, but I didn't really care for it. So I think that 
people who thought the same as me then really like her as the heel. So anyway, and then we get Io Shirai running in after the fact, wrecking house. Um, I don't know. We'll see what kind of storyline uh, we're, we're going to do with that. I'm not sure. Um, but we do have SmackDown. Um, and, you know, are you ready? I guess. So we get it with AJ Styles um, opening up Friday night. Um, yeah, getting his championship belt. He wants to get it. I guess he's officially getting it today. All right. Um, and then ask Daniel Bryant to give that shit to him. Uh, yeah, that was kind of fun for a little bit. Uh yeah, you know, uh, just shut up. I'm shut up. I'm sorry that I asked you to speak. Uh, yeah, and then Brian bringing up to him about him losing to Drew Gulak, and I'm not giving handouts, not anymore. So the next person who runs him out is going to have to deal with the consequences. This is style still talking, talking shit, and then just when you weren't sure what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> We get Matt Riddle out, some bromance on a Friday night, uh, and it was good. So he wants to let the know, let the face that runs the place know that I'm the bro who runs the show. And Styles, he's just highly pissed off. It was funny, and I I liked it. It was good, man. This is a good matchup, I think. I like it. Uh, you know, Riddle, he's one of those guys that I, um, I don't necessarily care for his character all that much, but he's skilled. Um, and big dude. Oh, that shit was hot. So, next we get Intercontinental. Uh... No shirt, no shoes, no title is what AJ says. So Riddle challenge him. And so that means he's going to face Riddle, but he's not going to do his title. So you know Riddle's going to win that shit, right? Like, you don't put your title on it for the first matchup. That means that you're going to lose it. So, yeah, uh, to me, I think that's a given. Um, so we end up with Riddle, you know, getting into a little with King Corbin in this matchup and a little pushback. And, and yeah, as predicted, um, when the title was out, so was AJ. Riddle took the win and without the belt. Uh, yeah. So that'll be fun going forward, I think. I think it will be. Uh, we'll see <clears throat> as it goes. Uh, yeah. Let's do a little Jeff Hardy. Always been my favorite Hardy. Um, so, I so Jeff Hardy, the past, like, what, two weeks, I think, two, roughly, um, Seamus, and the show was crazy as fuck. So, he wrecked his car, and um, put Jeff Hardy there, and making him look like he got arrested for a DUI and made him piss test before he would do a match for him. So, 
I don't know, called him a junkie. And, you know, Matt's had this struggle his whole life with addiction. It's a real life thing. And um, he is well documented that this happened with him. And it's a real struggle that lots of people have gone through. It's real. Um, part of even my struggle through life. And it's real for Hardy. And hopefully this message will bring awareness because um, unless Hardy likes to talk about it in that manner, if it helps him to mentally heal and to um, to keep it up, because from what I've heard or from what I know in real life that I've heard, I don't know Hardy, he's not my neighbor, but um, he still... Uh, has been like clean sober for a number of years um and so hopefully this is something that he wanted to do to maybe help himself as well so um anyway uh enough of that because the storyline itself is not really worth it um we'll go into the <laughs> Ms. TV with Mandy Rose as their special guest. God's gift, Mandy Rose. Uh, and then we'll bring out Sonia Deville. And, you know, it's kind of a complex story. Uh, no, but we go from Mandy being, um, uh, what do I want to say, um, a bad friend, maybe. And now Sonia wants to blame her for taking all the spotlight and um you know what about me what about me uh sonia is mad that she is not the headline really and she comes out dressed in like a suit and looking even less feminine really and complaining about something that mandy has nothing to do with um you know mandy gets the upper hand really you know what do you have your fighter and you're alone so anyway um you know they have their girl talk, and we get the fight, and Mandy, uh, Mandy even gets the shot, and I'm his, too, so, um, yeah, Corey Grace, I used to kind of not like him, but his podcast made me like him, um, but I love it, he's like, you know, Mandy seems upset, maybe I should go check on her, uh, she was funny, it was fun, it was good, um, my wife's favorite, Sasha, I already said, this is a great, um, heel combo but um tag teams on display uh wednesday nxt remember you know a few moments ago and now they got them on smackdown so they're joining the announce table really and um yeah we're here to take your jobs too uh yeah good for them anyway we get um a two day Kofi Biggie looks like Xavier still M I A versus Lucha House Party. I want to like him. I do. Like I want to, uh, but I just I just keep thinking Jobber or you know they're losing. I don't know. Anyway, Cesare, Shinsuke, Cesaro, Shinsuke, uh, they decimate the New Day from behind. That's the whole story of that whole thing. So Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross and this after they get attacked by Cross, by the way. They're sitting at the announce table and uh uh Crazy Cross comes out and starts fucking laying the smack down. So that's what happened. Uh 
Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Banks, let's see, I don't even know. I don't even know. I didn't even take note of who won that, really. I was kind of into it. Anyway, my, yeah, I lost my link of my um, fun little Firefly Funhouse. Okay, I got to make a new one. Uh, no more games. The story's behind me and you. Strowman. And Strowman. We're going to get uh, another Fiend run. Another uh, Bray Wyatt title. Um, you know, tells him the chapter may be over, but our story is just getting started. I wasn't kidding about resurrecting the dead. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, because, you know, Strowman tried to tell him it's over. And then, no. And then he said, it's my duty to destroy you. You know where to find me. Follow the buzzard. And then he does that little run, you know, run. Blows out the uh, uh, lantern. I can't even do it right. Is it run? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and that's how we, we ended the the week that uh, that was. So, you know, I liked it. It was good. Sorry for the delay. I really am. Monday, Tuesday at the latest. Um, and I got a lot of shit to do today. So, peace.